Good morning, and welcome to the Joy in the Morning. This is Aaron Harris, pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street. We hope this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with the song entitled, The Cross.
this is the story of two men. Two men who probably would have never met under ordinary circumstances. Two men from very different cultures and heritages. They had two things, though, in common. One was a desire to serve their country, and the second, perhaps most important thing, was that God chose them for his service. On December 7, 1941, Sergeant Jacob D. Sazer was a KP duty at an Army base in Pendleton, Oregon, when he heard the devastating news from Pearl Harbor. At once, a deep hatred for the Japanese people began burning in his heart. Thirsting for revenge, Jacob volunteered for extremely dangerous missions as a crew member of the Doolittle Raiders. The Doolittle Raiders were named for their commander, Lieutenant Colonel Jimmy Doolittle. Their mission was to bomb Japan and return to friendly Chinese airfields for refueling. One day after running a bombing mission, Jacob's plane ran out, for fuel, ran out of fuel before they could reach an airfield and Jacob and his crew were forced to bail out over enemy territory. Their freedom was very short-lived for the very next day. Jacob and his crew were captured by the Japanese army. Thus began 40 months of beatings, torture, starvation, and long stretches of solitary confinement. During his captivity, Jacob was allowed to have a Bible for three short weeks. In the dimly lit cell, Jacob read his Bible over and over. He was convicted in his heart and accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior. Finally, the war ended for him on August 20, 1945, when Jacob was liberated from the prison of war camp by Americans parachuting into the camp. Upon returning home, Jacob enrolled in a Christian college and studied to become a missionary with a goal of returning to Japan to minister and witness to the Japanese people. As a testimonial tool, Jacob wrote a tract called, I Was a Prisoner of Japan, and distributed it throughout Japan and the United States. In 1959, Jacob moved to Nagoya to establish a Christian church in the city he had bombed. After 30 years of service, Jacob moved home to Oregon and died in his sleep at the age of 95. In our next story segment, we will reveal the second man and the wonder of God's amazing plan. Listen now as the harmony sings this beautiful song, How Deep the Father's Love for Us.
You're listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.outtunabible.org or visit our YouTube page. Just search Outtuna Bible Church. Also, we are on the Johnstown and Outtuna Access Channels 9 and 14. There are services available on local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 814-942-2131. Listen now as Jane Hoover with Jack Hoover on trumpet present for us this beautiful song entitled, In the Image of God.
Our story continues with Commander Mitsu Fuida, a highly experienced pilot in the Japanese Navy. He was chosen to lead the victorious assault on Pearl Harbor. He gave the order to attack, then shouted the famous attack signal, Tora, Tora, Tora. This successful attack made Fuida a national hero in Japan, second only to the Emperor. His successful career included seeing action in the Solomon Islands, Java, and the Indian Ocean. Just before the Battle of Midway, he came down with an appendicitis attack and could not fly. But by the end of the day, Japan was handed her first major loss and the beginning of a downward spiral that would lead to defeat. Fuida was in Hiroshima the day before the bomb was dropped attending a week-long military conference. Fortunately, he was called back to Tokyo and was able to leave Hiroshima before chaos erupted. With the end of the war came the end of Fuida's career since all Japanese forces were disbanded. Fuida returned to his native village of Osaka to take up farming, but it was a discouraging and bland life. Although he was never accused, he was required to return to Tokyo many times to testify in war crime trials. On one such occasion, Fuida was disembarking from a train in Tokyo when he was handed a pamphlet. He intended to throw the pamphlet away, but noticed that it had been written by a courageous Doolittle flyer named Jacob DeShazer, and so with keen interest he read it. This prompted Fuida to purchase a Bible despite his traditional Buddhist heritage, and after several delaying months, he began to read it. He wept as he realized what Jesus had done for him, and in September 1949, he accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior. Despite ridicule and hatred from family and friends, Fuida began a new life as an evangelist throughout Japan and the Orient until his death on May 30, 1976. On many occasions, Jacob and Fuida would preach together, winning thousands of souls for their Lord and Savior. Two separate men, two separate lives, one God who united them in his service for his glory and honor. Listen now, Scott DeLozer sings his beautiful song entitled, Medley Wondrous Name of Jesus. Just something about that name. 
master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, Jesus, oh Jesus, let all heaven and earth proclaim kings and kingdoms they will all pass away but there's something about that name there's just something about that name tongues to sing blessed be the name of the Lord the glories of my God and King blessed be the name of the Lord blessed be the name blessed be the name blessed be the name of the Lord Blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be the name of the Lord. Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion of our broadcast, and this morning the topic of our Bible study is, What is this grace message? Ephesians 3 verse 8 says, Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. When Paul says unsearchable riches of Christ, he's talking about the mystery, body of Christ, truth. Everything that Paul proclaims, he dispenses the grace message. He's the dispenser of the dispensation of the grace of God. It was given to him to give to us. And he is receiving new information. As 2 Timothy 1, 8 and 9 tells us, he says, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus, before the world began. Everything Paul proclaims, God kept secret and is now revealing it and has revealed it through the Apostle Paul. Listen, I said last week as well that it was not God's desire or will to make known this special truth concerning the hope and calling, position, and possessions of members of the body of Christ from the time he talked to Adam in Eden until after the twelve apostles had completed their ministry in the first half of the book of Acts. Then it was time for God to disclose his secret. This his son did, the ascended, glorified Lord Jesus Christ, telling Paul all about it. Christ caught Paul away to paradise and revealed to him many truths that no one on earth had ever heard. Second Corinthians 12, 1-6 speaks of that. The unsearchable riches of Christ has to do with the truth of God's 
word rightly divided. It has to do with the mystery, body of Christ, truth. Look what Paul says here in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Satan would have never crucified the Lord Jesus Christ if he would have known about the body of Christ. So when Paul says in Ephesians 3 verse 8, he says, Unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. He's talking about the mystery, body of Christ, truth, that's being revealed to him and is now being revealed revealed to you and I through the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul is the Apostle of the Gentiles. Romans 11 says that he magnifies his office. And Paul also says in Ephesians 3, 9, he says that he and to make, to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ. Paul says that word all men, that God wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And that truth is the active knowledge of Jesus Christ in the life of the believer. Jesus Christ is the truth. So Paul says, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. And it's not just the truth or doctrine of the mystery, but it's the outworking of that truth in believers' lives. But what is that? Well, it's verse 6. Verse 6 says that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Again, this is new. It's unique. The body of Christ is never spoken about and there is not one thing about it in the Old Testament. The nation of Israel, the prophetic program, dealt with the physical land, a future kingdom as Christ reigning, and the promise of that nation to be a holy nation of priests. God kept the mystery that Paul proclaims a secret. And you and I today are part of one body. We're working together striving together as Christ is the head of the body. The fellowship is this, folks, the body of Christ living and functioning together. The local assembly loving in unity. In the word fellowship, check this out in Webster's Dictionary, it means partnership, communion. And with this fellowship, you and I, as members of the body of Christ, have the awesome privilege in showing God's wisdom. Verse 10 tells us in Ephesians 3, To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. The body of Christ is on full display for all the angels to see God's grace, His mercy, in peace flowing through us. As weird as this may seem, angels are watching you and I. They're watching us right now. They're watching the way we handle God's word and how we fellowship, how we love one another, how we commune with one another. You may ask why. Well, Satan and the angels sinned once. 
You know what the judgment of that was? Hell. That's why hell was created. Matthew 25, verse 41. See, we fight a spiritual warfare now. It's in action. The mystery of iniquity is in, still in play. 2 Thessalonians 2, 6-7. So just remember, when you think no one is watching, you have angels who you can't see watching. Both God's and Satan's angels. And as we, the church, the body of Christ, fellowship together in the light of God's truth for this age, God's wisdom, His incredible and infinite wisdom is brilliantly displayed to all in heaven and earth. And that is a tremendous privilege that you and I have, that we, as members of the body of Christ, can make all men see the fellowship of the mystery, and we can make known the manifold wisdom of God, Wow, what a tremendous privilege it is to be part of what God is doing today. Tune in next time. God bless. You have been listening to Joy in the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust you have received a spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Aaron Harris wishing you God's best for now and for eternity.